Seltzer Kings podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we are here with a very special guest, a friend of mine and a Peloton instructor and fitness guru, Bex Gentry. Hey, Bex. Hi, guys. Thank you for doing the podcast. Very what, welcome. What makes someone a guru? Yeah. Uh, Do tell. How fast? What's <laughs> when, you, when you ran your last half marathon, what was your pace? Uh, 5.52 Yeah, I think that's, that's guru level. <laughs> 5.43, you're a slob. 5.42, you're a guru. You're a yeah. guru. That's I mean, amazing. That's crazy. Thanks. You're you're fast. I try. I, I try ran <laughs> I ran my last half marathon and my pace was 704 and still really fast. Still really people good. Yeah. yeah still so that's phenomenal. more than a minute off of Yeah, that's but you were running crazy. half. If it was a full marathon, you could have done a you could have done 542. Five, yeah, I, I phoned Easy. it in because it was a half marathon. Yeah, of course exactly. you were like I'm going to slow my slower. full marathon is like yeah. yeah. Six fourteen. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Both those are respectful. The last one I did, it was like maybe nine thirty, and then injured my back for six months. So that's <laughs> that's fine. That's I fine. Still did know. it. Still did it. I, still, <laughs> I have the medal in the T-shirt. I don't want to go yes. do go into the weight room with you. That would be then. Then you would have your you would have, have my day. sweet vengeance. Yeah, I've yeah. done two marathons, and and both of them, I was following a friend who was running it, and I was meeting him at every other mile, and every, every one, I would have a different type of food or a different sign that I'd made. Oh, and I wow. was like, as I as he did a marathon, a friend and I did a brunchathon, and huh. so we just met him at everything. We would like drink on the street and give him don't. We would ha- meet him eating donuts and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, that sounds fun. It was really hard. And you it was were really hard that? to do. I was or not you, running. No, no you I was were just meeting supporting. him on the sidelines. I was just supporting. Oh, Man. Was what was your what right. was your pace? Oh man, our pace was it was by the it's by the tough drink. Yeah, sometimes yeah, we we really did pace <laughs> ourselves. We paced ourselves a lot because you know 20, 20 how many miles? Twenty six point two. Twenty six point two. If you're eating and drinking or that whole thing, you're gonna get really full and have a lot of drinks. Yes, there's a lot. Yeah, it was a whole lot. Sounds like an ultra marathon. It, it really was. A lot of people called me Iron Man afterward. Wow. I would say I yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we are on season four, episode. Nine, ten, episode ten. ten. Um, what's your experience with Sex and the City? Because this is the first time we've ever watched it, so we're like, hey. we're just like in the thick of it. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, um, being female and obviously being British, Sex and the City was a big deal to me growing. Oh, I'm not gonna say growing up. I was definitely grown up by the time I started watching it. Um, massively influential 
gotta yeah. say. Um, Carrie oh, is a big dream. I'm blonde. I have naturally curly hair. I wish I was her height, but I'm a lot taller. And living in New York now, I was just saying to Kevin earlier, I'm married and I, I do watch it back now and I'm like, damn, I missed out. <laughs> 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 I feel like I could have had all the twirly dresses and all of the nice heels and all of those crappy dates. Um, <laughs> but no, I just have all the twirly dresses and nice heels and good dates. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch it when it was on the air? Like, did you? watch it when it was happening i watched it live okay yeah, cool. like every sunday <laughs> and were you, did, friday night i think it was, was it? oh yeah, okay channel four in the that's, uk okay. we've what? never asked that question i like, know what, what night it 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 yeah. yeah it was i think it was friday nights in the uk and channel, definitely channel four okay um and it was it was one of those things i was still living at home when it first came out and i remember my mom and dad being like oh my god she's being so badly influenced <laughs> <laughs> and to this day now my mom's like oh my goodness take me to the sex in the city house when oh, she came to so visit. <laughs> it is one of those things that's scandalous at the time and then yeah. just the name is like pretty aggressive name oh yeah. yeah whenever i say the name like bare naked ladies and my parents my parents have been like what and i'm like yeah. oh it's just a band you're it's not thinking band. about what you're saying right no yeah. but it's like 1999 if you're just like a show called sex in the city like right? that's pretty I mean, the it's only other ones there. was like Real Sex that was on HBO then too. And but that was like probably the only other one with sex on the title. And that yeah. was like and that was definitely like, perverted. That was like... It was definitely... But like not as intense as a Samantha storyline. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And when I told my parents I wanted to get into advertising and marketing, they were like, oh, crap. Oh, Here we go. She really? watched one too many episodes. <laughs> was, it, was there a, a show where you're from that was similar to Sex and the City? Like a, a British show that God, resembled no. that or, or we're nothing? We're prude. Really? We're yeah. very prude, the Brits. Come on. It's, it's like, just Mr. It's Bean. just called The City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not at all. There was shows like uh, Hollyoaks, mm -hmm. EastEnders, things like that. But that's okay. more scandal. That isn't like sex in the city. That's... Um, it's like relationship drama. Yeah, relationship drama. The local gotcha. pub got burgled or burnt down. And yeah, it's not necessarily Samantha and all of her crazy antics right. or, or anything. Is anything EastEnders... Crazy. I know EastEnders from Ricky Gervais talks about talks about it on sure. extras a bunch yes <laughs> but i didn't know what type i didn't know it was a real show oh is it, yeah is it like the melrose place kind of of the bbc God, it wishes um <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, throwing bombs on eastenders <laughs> no so eastenders is like an institution of okay. british television i i i'm gonna guess maybe 30 years I oh mean, wow! I'm 33 and I'm pretty sure it's older than I am. Okay. Wow. Um, it's been around a long time. It has made and broken a lot of careers of British actors and actresses. Wow. It is, um, if you think your life's bad, you watch EastEnders and you're like, my life rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, you know, three times a week. Whoa. It was, they were your family. They were your friends. You wow. knew what was going on in their lives. You liked that family. You hated that family. It was just drama in is the it, extreme. Is it on? It sounds like. Is it on the, in the day or at night? Evening. Okay. 7.30 p.m. or 8 o'clock. If it's 8 o'clock, it's going to be a bit of a dodgy episode. Oh, <laughs> wait, really? They would, they would be like, set it back half an hour yeah. when every, all the kids yeah, set like it someone's yeah. like, someone will get caught in a fire or someone will get caught in bed with their, their next door neighbor's wife. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's so <laughs> We got to do EastEnders after yeah. we go through the Yeah, day. when you're done with this, you'll be yeah. the East End boys. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it still on? I believe so. My neighbor, actually, ironically, upstairs in New York. She's 86. Elaine, love her. Um, 
And there's another show called Emmerdale, which is okay. based in Northern England in Yorkshire, all about farms and small, small town people. Uh -huh. um, and then EastEnders, which is based in London. And she will watch them both back to back. So Emmerdale's seven o'clock EastEnders, okay. if it's a good episode, is 7.30. And the theme tunes are just so iconic I, I hear them and i'm like oh my god what yeah and i hear them through the floor every night and I, i'm just like oh my god she's finished emmerdale onto em eastenders and it's that's, it's, that's so like a piece great. of home yeah i love it we need to listen to the theme i, I don't think i'd ever I've, I've never even heard of the show let alone oh it's a good one the honestly that's yeah amazing. you'll watch one and just be it's no offense bbc but it's so basic uh -huh. <laughs> it's not like well produced the lighting is stark it's in a like cafe and everyone's like all right <laughs> <laughs> it's really brutal in many ways but it's great that's great so when when you moved to new york was there like a previous expectations from like having watched sex in the city when you finally got to move here oh or God, is there yes okay you, you, so i moved to new york um just over a year ago 15 months or so. And when I moved, everything was getting shipped over. So my whole life, 15 years in London, and I've gone from being an advertising executive to a head of a PR firm to a personal trainer in London. Mm -hmm. So I had a bunch of like on the girl side of clothing and mm -hmm. my life in my wardrobe and reality. So when I moved to New York, I was like, oh, oh my God, what am I going to take? Because the shipping could take anywhere from two months to six months. They just couldn't say. Wow. They were wow. just like, it's, you know, it's custom. It just goes on a, on a boat. random boat. Yeah. And, and it's then... your life. You're like, please don't sink. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they were like, okay, we're going to fly you out. You and your husband have two suitcases each sort of thing. And it's going to last you. And this was the end of May. So I was coming into my first New York summer. And in my mind, I was like, oh my God, but I just want to dress like Carrie. <laughs> I want to have all of the beautiful dresses at the same time as having all of the fitness clothing that I could possibly own as yeah. well. So yeah, I definitely had that expectation of in the day I was going to be in my Lycra and my Nikes. And then by night, I was going to have the dresses and do my hair and feel fantastic. <laughs> and then I got here and I was like, oh, well, it's really hot and humid. So <laughs> yeah, screw exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll just stay in Lycra all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. Which is great. Athleisure. Like yeah. you're right. You're on Thank brand. Thank God for yeah. fashion change. <laughs> the, um, it is funny. They, oh, they represent it on shows, but it never totally hits you when they're just like someone's like disheveled or they're like boy it's so hot but those aren't the moments that you remember and then then you like live here and you're like oh yeah they did show that in the show too how it's like miserable on the subway platform i guess i just never thought about it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there's certain episodes that you guys will get to later down the line that really come out in my mind of sex in the city where it just reminds me of um, specifically samantha being in the city just drenched in sweat and just mm. having to get on with her luxurious and glamorous life so that's what i mean that's definitely it. what we're like in the thick of the summer thing now oh my gosh it was this past weekend oh, it was dude. like 108 was degree heat I feel like index. I was living in an oven. It was insane. Oh I, I like stayed inside all day and uh -huh. I, I walked five blocks to go to one store. And by the time I got there, it just looked like it was like taking an outdoor shower. Yeah. So insanely well, hot. My friend and I had this thing where we were like almost a dare on Friday night to run. And oh my Friday gosh, was, really? it was what well, in, in my degrees was 42. So I'm guessing it's like over 100, 108. Okay. It was for you I, guys. What's weird is I have never in my adult life, figured out how to convert Celsius in Fahrenheit. Just about it, three, it twice? Three, point three times. 3.3. 3. Yeah, I think it's With something three, around that. Well, 3.3 3 would be 120 mm. degrees. Oh, then no, just under. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. You like, you like double hot. it and add 20. 
Maybe oh, that's that sounds, what it is. That sounds about right. Something. So then that would have yeah, been like, be yeah, good. that would have been like 90, 98 degrees. It was really One of the warm. best bands. And it was, so, yeah, well, Shut yeah. up. Um, but it was humid. It was oh, gross. God. And we were like, okay, so for every mile we run, we'll have a drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, no, okay, we'll run three miles because that's about my level of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did five and a half, to be fair. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you do five and a half drinks too? Yeah, I think wow. so. Yeah. <laughs> so would you run and then like run to a bar? We uh, we didn't mean to, but we did. Okay. Yeah, we did five and a half miles, pretty hard run, to be honest. We okay. kind of killed each other. Um, and wow. then ended up in uh, in a bar on, this, on the West Side Highway, like on the water, literally just having a cold beer and just, just like, holding uh, it all over oh, yeah. ourselves. Oh gosh, I yeah, I don't really drink <laughs> beer either, so. Yeah. <laughs> After oh. running five and a half miles in that heat, you do. Jeez. Yeah, yes, I was like, give me the mermaid, whatever. <laughs> Jeez. I have a question about, and then and then we'll watch the episode. Like, uh, have you ever, been a personal trainer, like what would you do? I guess like the fitness for the ladies, like what do you think their fitness regimen is like? Because they're like, they're insanely fit yes. in the show. And yes. then if you had, if we had to, go to air. We had like three months for us three guys <laughs> to get HBO shirtless ready. Oh, like what, I could do it. What would, what would our regiment be? It would be strict. <laughs> it would be strict. Um, it would be a big combination, a lot of cardio to get okay. you feeling good as well. I really believe that cardio gives you the endorphins to feel good for the rest of the day. Huh. Um, and then, I mean, it does come down to diet as yeah. well. Sleep, a lot of good sleep. No more of your finishing work at 12.45. Um, going to bed, getting that sleep in and a uh, little bit of weights. I'm not a big believer in massive heavy weights. You mm. can kind of, if you don't want to look huge, you know, you can still cut yourself down to your natural body and feel good, look good, move well. Um, as a running coach and personal trainer, it, to me, it's about moving efficiently and moving comfortably. So oh, wow. I wouldn't ever pile a ton of extra muscle mass on people because I don't believe that you're going to move that well mm. in that mm-hmm. respect. Um, but three months, hell yeah, you guys are fit already so it'll be easy well thank you <laughs> three month challenge let's do it yeah Listen, any, anytime a personal trainer is like first thing we got to do you got to go to sleep yeah i'm, I'm in yeah i'm totally in it oh, is man, about I, sleep I, it. I did one out of three things perfectly i it's just great. forgot eating well i slept 12 hours and ate Some a cardio yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah i did the sleep i ate three pizzas and i had five beers damn it <laughs> listen 30% good that's amazing right. well let's let's watch the episode and uh we'll be back i'm excited to talk to you more about uh your pr career and, and uh the similarities between you and Samantha. Oh my God. You know, she's from Yorkshire as well. She is oh, British. Wait, oh, what? really? The, not the character, the actual actress. Kim Cattrall really? is from Yorkshire? Yes. What? I did not yes, know she's that. she's English. So we have a lot in common. She's English? That's about as much as we have in common. Let's stop there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Bye. Episode 58, Bells of the Balls. Carrie invites Big up to Aiden's country home to talk. Charlotte tries to discuss her and Trey's infertility problems. Miranda sleeps with Steve to cheer him up after he has one of his testicles removed. Samantha tries to get the PR position for hotel mogul Richard Wright. And now, back to the boys. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. What was it called back. again? Bells of the Ball. Bells uh, okay. of the Ball. So good. So many ball references. In oh, so yeah. Many. I think that this takes the cake for the most. They did a lot of like ball references with the Mystery Yankee episode. Yeah. But this mm. definitely takes the cake for the most for, ball references. Most, oh, yeah. Most ball references in the Every show scene, ever. without a doubt. Do you yeah. remember the circus episode? The, the Are We Freaks episode? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. one. Yes, do you remember that one? Freak I show. Do. The Freak Show. That's what it was. That one one was like very thematic in terms of like bringing tons of things back mm -hmm. and this one was incredibly thematic there's like that one shot where the guy they cut back to the guy samantha's with and he's doing those like chinese massage yeah. balls yeah. which you right a lot of balls a lot of ball stuff balls. It's well, yeah yeah it's funny i i know that my i remember when my dad got a vasectomy and my mom like mentioned it in front of us and he was like so furious so he's probably not happy i said it on this but then it wasn't <laughs> but he did was she bring him drugs to her? make up for it yeah <laughs> like, like drugs i but love like, that best wife yeah um but it's it's funny i mean i guess it would have to personally happen to you to realize like if you're insecure about it or not for sure but it, yeah. so i can't i mean i really can't speak to this but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> finally we're an authority but, on something yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, uh, they definitely went hard. This was a mix of, of major pun, but also major theme connection, which, yeah. and also major fun. Yeah. Major, major pun and major, major fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Very real though. It was a very real episode. Yeah. Oh, hard gosh. hitting. Yeah. Well, uh, John, will you give us the breakdown? Let's and then, do it. Then we can, yes. we can dig synopsis. in. Um, the, the <laughs> through line that Carrie couldn't help but wonder is, are men just women with balls? And uh, balls was definitely the theme for every storyline. Um, Steve uh, lost a testicle due to uh, cancer, but luckily the cancer's gone. He's just missing a testicle and uh, was insecure that no one would want to be with him. So he considers getting uh, a fake testicle put in. Um, Trey and Charlotte need to get Trey's uh, sperm tested because they're having uh, no success getting pregnant. Um, Samantha... Uh, is looking for a new uh, account, I guess you'd say, mm -hmm. with uh, yeah. a hotel magnet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's worried or, or gets the feeling that she's not going to get the job because she's a woman. Uh, and lastly, um, Carrie and Aiden uh, are dealing with an encroaching big. Uh, big <laughs> Big's uh, boo broke up with him and Carrie, which we'll talk more, invites him or he invites himself to Aiden's country home and uh, they deal with uh, the reality of having an ex-boyfriend come around. <laughs> and so um, testosterone, balls, manliness superheroes all kind of are, are yeah. laid out in this episode who, who should a very be, funny way 
Yeah. Who should we talk about first? Do you want what? to talk about Trey and Charlotte first? I think Trey and Charlotte is like, yeah. let's go yeah. Trey and Charlotte. Cause yeah. I feel That's like, interesting. yeah, I feel like another thing with this Trey and Charlotte one, like we've established, we really, we like Trey as a character. He's a character that you thought would have been gone and he's yeah. like still around. Yeah. But this Trey and Charlotte one felt like, even though I really like this episode, this one kind of felt like another one of those storylines that was just sort of like on its own. I feel like mm. you could have slid this Trey and Charlotte one into like a lot of other episodes, even totally. though it was yeah. like thematically, it was very on the ball, but <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> boom, thank you. Uh, but yeah, but I, I mean, so they're going through this thing. They, they've been trying to have kids for a while. And then yeah. she's like, maybe we should get your sperm tested. Yeah. yeah. And it was then, an, it was a good comparison to me from the, the scene before, which was uh, Aiden and the other girls, and yeah. how casually they were talking about balls and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having one ball to no balls to both balls to whatever, yeah. and it didn't matter, and it did matter, and how it was just life. Yeah, and they were all sharing stories and opinions, and in a bar having fun, and it was yeah. all very frivolous. Yeah. And then it cuts to Park Avenue and it's this stigma attached to this life up there and yeah. luxury and yeah. uh, very, very prude. Would you very say it's very posh? Very posh. Very posh. <laughs> very, posh. <laughs> very posh. Very posh. And it was just very, uh, he was very dismissive. Coming from oh, yeah. Aiden in the scene before, he was like, hey, let, Charlotte, let, uh, let Samantha talk about yeah. the guy with the balls. And then there's Trey, the next one, who's like, I can't even eat my wontons. Yeah. yeah. Because Charlotte discusses his balls and his right. sperm. Mm-hmm. And he's just disgusted by this thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's interesting because I, I could see where you're coming from. I can also see that that, that is like the only storyline that actually deals with the true functionality of what balls are for, which is right? like, today have your sperm and that's how you yeah. procreate. Right. So, and right. that's all they want. Like that is Charlotte's thing. She wants to be mm-hmm. a mom. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, that's that's what I, 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 guess, the, I guess it would be nice if there was more of that storyline to show the stakes of it because I feel like now on Netflix, what's the movie? There's a Paul Giamatti movie. Uh, Private Life. Private life. Private life. It was so yeah. so good. It was it was on Netflix this past year, and it was about IVF. Right. And mm-hmm. it and I watched it just being like someone's like, it's a good movie, mm-hmm. and I would have had no idea. It was just a great representation of in vitro fertilization, all the stuff that people go through. Yeah. So I think. I feel like now there's probably more and more information out there. And if this was an episode now, it would probably be maybe, who knows, maybe this happens in the future. I just feel like that was a quick glimpse into what they're going through. And it probably could have been a whole season long or whole episode long main story instead of like some people have to jerk off in a cup, you know? Yeah. Yeah, But but do you think (laughs) Trey is mature of enough a character to have more than just one episode dealing with this? I mean, he's kind of, he's kind of just a a huge baby. I feel like having to talk about it and then goes and pouts and then then his wife has to bring him jugs magazine, which is the guy like that type of guy in my eyes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Wait, why do you say that that kind of guy? Like of the like, the city boy, that right. he's a mama's boy, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. He's he's that kind of. Oh God, I'm gonna get cut down for this. He's like the, he's the mama's no. boy. He's yeah, like yeah. the whippy uh, boy. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, he's got his whole thing with like Bunny, his mom. Yeah, he's he's he, like, he literally would have milk from her boobs if he could. Still, totally. <laughs> and uh, if she brought him, what if she brought him like you think it's gonna be Jugs magazine, but it's just a picture of his mom? He's oh, like, oh, thank you, good. No, like, oh, no. do, do that thing that I like. Show me picture Bunny. <laughs> so the, I know the what reason- you really like. It's the underwear section from the Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, mother. <laughs> 
Um, but the reason that I, I think you know this, but I want to make sure like the reason that we freaked out about Jugs magazine is like, you know, this is a Jugs callback because Charlotte has caught him before with a Jugs yes, magazine. Under, his, under the bed. And yeah. that yes. was like, why it was like such a cool thing that she yeah. was like, I got your favorite magazine. Yeah. And then she was yeah, even like, like it's I the know. big boot bonanza issue. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. I leveled innocent. it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the best one. It's signed by the girl in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's also she, she can come later too if you exactly. want. It's signed by Double D Dawn. <laughs> yeah. She's on her way. I love that too. Like the response is like just how it is very natural. It's like you did the best you could, but it's it's just not going to work this time. <laughs> like yeah. it's not he's so dismissive. Yeah, like, yeah. I just need oh, mommy yeah. to help me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right though that it's like he's. I think what they're doing. I loved. I loved the episode, and I thought that I liked the storyline. But I do feel like they're getting close to checking off all of the boxes before like i can see the the what what is it when they chop someone's head off in the medieval times guillotine, guillotine. you can see the guillotine yeah. like on its way down with trey as a character yeah oh, like it's yeah. just yeah. it's 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 kind of checking off all the boxes of being like we've tried it again yeah he's yeah. about You're to out. go yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's yeah. what we thought last time though i know i know i don't know maybe sex in the city the movie too is just like a movie about Trey and we're and we're all being goofed and we're all just and everyone trust me it wouldn't be good <laughs> <laughs> yeah people our social media people like on our Instagram whenever we post positively about Trey which is kind of we like him and kind of it's like a bit of a joke yeah but we'll be like true love it'll be uh, Chris, Charlotte and Trey and people were just like what the fuck is yeah, wrong that's like <laughs> Dan Clay when he did uh, when he did one of our episodes he was just like Dan is a he he's Carrie Dragshaw he does Carrie Bradshaw drag oh, yeah, yeah. and he was he was like of course a, a Sex in the City podcast with three guys who were like Trey is the best yeah. and he was like yeah the guy who can't get an erection you guys are like we love Trey <laughs> <laughs> we love Chugs we too. do love Trey we really do. Um, let's talk about Samantha's storyline. I thought that that, see, that was mm. a storyline that I think very good had the ability to go more than just oh, one yeah. episode. Yeah. I, I oh, love yeah. that. I mean, that was like a, a pretty serious topic that still feels extremely oh, relevant. Even more so now. I right. Now, yeah. It's a big, like uh, a big issue today. Uh, I don't personally feel it in the industry I'm in now. I really? came from, no, yeah. I, I was interested to talk to you about that because you work in the fitness industry, yes. which seems like it, it seems like it is pretty ecumenical of like men and women. Very much so. Yeah. But also it's fitness. So it seems like at one point with like, if you look at like eighties and gold's gym and stuff, mm -hmm. it seems like it could have been very male dominated yeah, at some point. I I don't know, man. They were doing aerobics back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. They were doing jazzercise. Yeah. That's true. Definitely today, I mean, there's a big, uh, big difference between male and women when it comes to running. So that's my speciality. Okay. When it comes to um, male qualifying times for the Olympics, for Boston Marathon, you know, that's the epitome that everyone wants to run. To. Mm. They want to get their BQ qualifying time. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but the OTQ, Olympic trials qualifying time, it's getting quicker and quicker year by year. Yeah, because more and more people are running. So as a mm. nation as a, and as a world, we're all getting uh, more interested in running. And I'm not going to say fitter because I don't think that's correct. Mm. Um, but it's still a big disparity between the men who run fast are for a marathon, which I'm an endurance runner. So I will focus on marathon and mm. half marathon. Um, the men, are, the fast, fast men in the world are two hours and 10 minutes and below for a marathon, mm -hmm. 26.2 miles, okay. which is 
insane. Yeah. Like I am talking in the four minute per mile Jeez. pace, like 426.2 miles. I mean, unfathomable. Yeah. There are cars that struggle to go that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first car probably wouldn't have gone that fast. Um, and then the women now they're pushing sub 230, sub 220. Wow. Um, obviously the women's record is uh, above 215 or like around that 215 mark. But it's crazy how I still get to this day and I'm not an elite runner. I'm, I'm sub elite level, let's mm-hmm. say. And people will still say to me, Oh, you're fast for a girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will just die inside. Yeah. When mm-hmm. people say that to me, I'm like, are you serious? I'm actually fast for a guy. If you yeah. want to break yeah. that yeah. down, yeah. I'm fast for a guy. Yeah. I'm fast than quite a lot of the guy friends I know. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Yeah. Can you just say I'm fast? Yeah. 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 Why do you have to say it? And that could be from a male or a female. I'm not yeah. just saying men say that. Women say that too. And it sucks today. Yeah. And yeah. like, so it's still very much today in any industry. Um, I ironically used to work in advertising, PR, marketing. And I used to love that fact. That's when I used to watch Sex and City religiously when it was on TV mm. in England all the time. And it was very much London. It was very much a macho society. It was the guys were the one who went to the bar and bought the drinks and you were drinking what the guy bought you. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't necessarily whether they were the account holder, but you were kind of in their court, mm. you know? And it, it was very, um, that episode, I remembered it from watching it many times. Yeah, <laughs> Big fan. Um, but I, I do remember that feeling of like, wow, Samantha crying yeah. over this guy. And once you carry on watching the episodes, you realize very much why he becomes very important. But mm-hmm. oh wow, it's this like, oh wow, he's pivotal in her, mm-hmm. in her career and in how she thinks as a woman, but it's in a strengthening way. Interesting. I, one of the things, it's so funny because since we don't know what's happening next, I would have <laughs> never, I was like, I'll never see that guy again. And so you saying that, you're like, oh wow, we just witnessed like the introduction of a new character. Um, I'd, heard, I'd heard his name before, oh, but okay. I don't know in what oh, capacity. Yeah. Mm. So oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess There's I think he's naughty around. stuff coming up. Oh, <laughs> um, Eight o'clock sex in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think one of the strengths of this episode was to have her cry because I think that there's, there, um, there's a strength in that. And I think sometimes it seems like the, um, if you were going to write this and just like do the obvious thing, it's like this whole episode's about having big balls. So she shouldn't cry. And I was like, that was the coolest part of the episode to watch her be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. actually see Samantha go through something that is actually painful for because her weakness as a character for me sometimes can be like, okay, it's another thing where she, you just don't think she cares. So that was one of my favorite Samantha moments of the whole series. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I just I thought that was so cool because I'm she's a person I'm like I want to know more of who Samantha is. Yeah, and like scene, the real her. Yes. Yeah. I, I also like that the way they told the story. If if they if they were just like Samantha, you didn't get the the job because you're a woman. I don't think she would have cried. She would have been angry. Yeah. But I yeah. think that instead him saying like you slept with my architect and that's just drama. Like I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Right. She didn't have the fuel to like deal with it the way she thought she would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's like what made her emotional. And I really thought that was a great way to set up the story. Cause mm-hmm. I thought she was just going to be like, you know, you really should have a guy, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a 
chauvinist, like I need a male yeah. PR person. But instead he was like, listen, you, you had sex with my architect and I don't want drama. And it, yeah. it's, sorry, that's, that's the way it goes. And, and I think that's what destroyed mm. her more than just you're a woman. Well, yeah. question about that too, because he said that. And then she said, if I was a guy, you would have been shaking yeah. my hand and like congratulated, bought me a scotch. Yeah. Me a scotch. Uh-huh. What happened after that? And then she cried. Cause she was like, if I was a guy, this would be different. And then she, she walked out, she walked out. And then he was like, Miss Jones, wait. And she yeah. didn't and she because didn't. she was going to cry. And she didn't yeah, want yeah, to yeah. cry in front of him yeah, yeah. because that's a weakness. Right. So what I think is interesting though, is you, Kevin, you were saying like, it was all about like, if you have big balls, you shouldn't cry. But what is, we'll get to the whole Aiden big thing later. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is like, they have this thing where they like become guys and fight. Mm -hmm. And then they end up like, connecting relationally yeah. which is interesting because it's like oh, their man. whole ball thing is like they end up at a chat and chew yeah yeah and it shows that and they kind of show that being like a really masculine thing yeah. yeah two guys end up doing that yeah and that's i mean i thought i, I let's we, we, let's we, talk let's about this I, yeah. do you want to do you want to talk about that now or no, no let's let's let's, let's finish let's some the, Samantha, yeah. the Samantha stuff yeah let's <laughs> the stuff like i loved the Aiden throwing the basketball at a big yeah yeah that's crazy so much. I, from, <laughs> from like a directing thing what was interesting about this episode is like thematically all the ball stuff but also when samantha gets in that elevator and the doors close and they're mirrored doors and yeah. she has to watch herself cry so cool like to just be like and then she cried and she's just looking in a mirror yeah she has to watch she has to witness it yeah. i was told when i first started in pr um that you keep your emotions at mm-hmm. home no matter what happens no matter what's going on in your personal life you never bring it into work i just listened to a podcast about this the other day yeah, yeah and yeah. that to me i'm a very emotional person my mom mm-hmm. cries at anything and i have that in me mm-hmm. i will watch an advert with a puppy and i'm like it's so <laughs> cute and <laughs> cry mm-hmm. um and I've never seen that as a weakness in myself. Yeah. Right. Until the day I was a manager in a firm and I had to fire somebody. Mm. And I was the one who in that meeting cried. And you were the person. I was firing them. I have been at a job where my job ended and the person, same thing. They were like, we have to tell you that like, this is not going to happen anymore because of like stuff in the company. And they like, I couldn't control it. I was just so upset for this person. I think they were probably happy that they were leaving. And I'm the one who's like, I just hate being this bitch right now. (laughs) Um, But you know, a lot of things have happened since then after that. Like I, I broke up with my long-term partner and I went into work thinking I was, um, you know, I think of myself as a very strong, very de- independent person. Mm-hmm. And I went into work like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm. And then halfway through the day, somebody hung up on me on the phone or something and I just cried. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember my boss being like, downstairs. And I was yeah. like, <gasps> Oh my God. Like, I'm just going to lose my job as well as my relationship. And this is all going to be awful because I cried. Mm -hmm. Like what? That's awful. That, that was how I felt at that point in time. Do you you feel like there's more, or maybe this is just my perspective of it, but is there easier is in America, is it easier to show your emotions than it is in England? Or is that just like a thing that everybody's good question? It's very difficult. So full disclosure in America, I think if you show your emotions, you run the risk of being called crazy Mm. in England. If you show your emotions, people are just a little bit like, Ooh, 
awkward. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't know how to deal with it, but they may internally understand and be like, okay, let's just take you away from the public eye. We'll deal with it in private. You know, if there's more uh, than one okay. person around. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like in America, if you show your emotions, people are just like, oh, they're just crazy. Like, oh yeah, well, oh, she's she's a bit unstable right now. Yeah. See, I feel like in New York, it's just, it's normal. Like once a week, you see someone just on the yeah. subway weeping and you're like, oh man, you're yeah, a bad I mean, day. My like, husband and I have this freaking funny joke that we're always talking about women in New York on their earpods ranting. Like, <laughs> he said this. I'm like, oh my God, you guys have a lot of drama going on here. Like, yeah. If I ranted to my girlfriends in, in London about life like that, yeah. they'd be, just be like blocking my call. <laughs> I think you get used to doing it in New York because you're like, where else am I going to do yeah, it? You you're just doing it on your commute talking. between work yeah, and yeah. the subway, All subway the home. We just right. have to get it done. Also, so yeah, maybe you're right. It's just kind of normal to let yeah. it out here. Yeah, yeah. Like Technology's changed it too. I'm just yeah. the weird English one who's like, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just button that up a little bit. Yeah, go home, do that in the bathroom, whatever. So <laughs> um, let's talk about Steve and, and Miranda. So, uh, so they're not together right now, right? They're not together. No, they're friends. They're not. This well, is the first time. Well, yeah. They after had this some episode, relations. They, they, uh, this yeah, episode. they had relations but before, but they're not in a relationship, and no. they've like become. No. They. This was the first contact they've had since yeah. they sexual contact they've yes. had since they yeah, broke up. She pity banged them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she like made it pretty clear it was like I a pity bag. Totally. Yeah, yeah. She was totally just like, let's get this yeah. done. I know, but he was probably just like, oh, sweet, a pity bank? That's yeah. awesome. Sweet, yeah. I mean, most That's people would be like, sweet, yeah. a pity bank. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought his I thought his storyline with I mean, it's hard to say. I've never I've never lost anything due to cancer. Mm-hmm. I have had an accident that has caused me to suffer some damage down there. And uh, it just never crossed my mind to respond the way that he did. And so it was a little hard for me to relate to like in, him. In what way? How do you mean respond the way he did? Like he, he was just, he was, he just felt so like pathetic. And I know that's super, that's super harsh to say. And, and I've never been through anything like that before, mm. but he just, he seemed the whole the whole time just like like he, there was no yeah like the made, one ball really matters he made it through something yeah really something hard. incredible and like yeah. like he's a survivor and like so strong. and and yeah. as i said i can't understand that because i've never lived through something as extreme as that yeah but uh i i wanted him to you're talking about the like ball the implant before so he got the implant right. either even right yeah just everything was like yeah. him just like so, oh man like I, well, you I'm can so imagine bad. if you're at the bar and he's like no one wants to bang a bartender with one ball if you're a bartender you're like i survived cancer i have one ball but yeah. i made it through well, a girl's gonna if they're into you they're gonna be like totally. oh, no, fuck but that. hold on like way have, more than right i'm already like no yeah. i have a real i have a real <laughs> question about i think that this wasn't a thing and and i think you're a good person to ask about this i kind of was this pre or post lance armstrong I feel like pre, it was pre. I it feel like pre, Lance I Armstrong. I think Lance Armstrong made testicular cancer. And don't forget Tom Green, man. And then Tom oh, Green. Yes. But no, I do feel like those celebrity icons made testicular cancer yeah. cooler. Like they, and in a way, like they yeah. kind of made it to where it's yeah, like, they made it hey, let's freaking talk about ball cancer. Yeah. I'm going to get back out. Like Lance Armstrong had a Nike ad that he was like, yeah. I'm out of my bike. And then later they updated to say, I'm out of my bike, doping my blood. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I, I just but, think that like, no, I think that, no, but I think that he made it to be like, 
cancer's not going to stop me, especially yes. a cancer that is weird to talk about with yeah. like testicular yeah. cancer. And I, I guess I guess my point is like it, it hopefully uh, it's like a masculinity thing. Hopefully yeah. in in TV's now like TV shows now they they portray a character as like as someone like strong and proud and like they beat it. They're victorious. And it just felt a little weird to show a character like be like still whimpering from that. Yeah. When like I think it's the message that hopefully we need to get across is that like He's a freaking stud. He yeah. beat cancer. But what I'm saying you. is, you're still you, and it's awesome. You. It's great. And yeah. like, I would hope that, I, and I don't know, like, if, if this was rewritten, that the character instead would like <laughs> have like, like, yeah, like a cool scar, and like be like, this is me now. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know? I, Does that make I, sense? Yeah. I agree with you totally, but I really think post 2000s there was a cultural shift with cancer, not just with testicular, mm -hmm. but like. Pink ribbons, all that stuff. That's yeah. all past 10 to 15 yeah. years. Yeah. And I think that that didn't necessarily exist in the, like, I think that back then it would maybe not necessarily make sense, but I think also with like the character of Steve's demeanor, mm. I think there's more of a thing where he's like, I don't know. I just, you know, I got one testicle. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like. Now it'd be like, dude, you beat cancer. You're a freaking badass. Yes, exactly. yeah. You know, like, I yeah, think it's a yeah. also, own your life. Like, yeah. Get on with it. Let's rock it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had a friend who had an accident, like not the same kind of accident as you, but he had some sort of trauma. And the thing that was interesting to me about this is he had to have, my friend had to have one removed, mm -hmm. but he got a replacement one. They were like, we're going to take one out and swap it out. So it's weird to me that the Steve thing, they were like, Oh, we're just going to take one out and it's fine. I always was under the impression they always put another one in. Right. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. So Lance Armstrong, this is all pre Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. No. Or no, no, no. Post. I'm sorry. Oh, it's post Lance, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. It says now, I don't know when he talked about it openly, but it says Armstrong's final chemotherapy treatment took place on December 13th, 1996. Okay, yeah, this is post. By Armstrong was engaged in serious training and racing in 1998. Now, I wonder also how open he was about it at the time. Mm. So, well, if he was back training, like I said, it's some, it'd be interested to see. I thought, but yeah. yeah I it, feel like it didn't come out in the media until the like 2000s. Yeah, sure. maybe not. 1996 yeah. is pretty. It's very early. I, I will say though, I think we're much, especially because media used to be confined to very small yeah. spaces. <laughs> and so Which now I do, I feel like we're what much more aware of, of the way things are represented for better for like for better, for worse. And I think in the way that it's for better is like, you can represent almost anything how you want. My guess would be that that part annoyed you because it wasn't as true as it could have been. Mm -hmm. If they would have addressed that in a, in a way, like instead of her at the end, giving him a pity fuck, which is funny. Mm -hmm. If it would have been like, it would have been way more interesting to have that conversation because Instead of just being like, I'm a boss, he never even fully, it was sort of like, oh, you get to bang me? Yeah. Instead yeah. of addressing right. exactly what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. which then makes us feel like, oh, that would have been so much more interesting yeah. if he totally. would have been honest mm -hmm. and had that scene that would have been so much more interesting. But that's his character. Yeah. 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 You're not a big Steve fan? No. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about this too. Yeah. Not a big Steve fan. Why wow. not? Wait, why not? Just, I don't know. He's, he is a bit pathetic to me. <laughs> Interesting. Like just, yeah. I'm just, just, this, like, just uh, this one or other, other. Oh, all throughout. All throughout. Even he gets worse. 
Really? Oh, yeah. wow. He gets worse. He really gets worse. Yeah, I'm like, get out, get out, get out. He's just, he's indecisive. He's not mm. that driven. He's everything I hate in people. <laughs> you have two huge Steve fans here. So it's big so Steve, I'm a big Steve guy. Yeah. He's just not got that like, about life. Yeah. yeah. Although, but there's not, I'm not saying like I'm a big fan or an yeah. Aiden fan. Not an Aiden fan. Yeah. Is there um, a guy that you are fans of? I'm not trying to grill you. I'm curious because there's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of weird. Well, guys. they were particularly deflated in this episode. Yeah, I think. they and were. Maybe that's what that was the intention of yeah. the writing. But all the guys felt. There's a character later on who Carrie goes out with who's okay. pretty fun. Um, but she, I mean, they always, always go out with like, there's always something yeah. in the guys to make them that yeah. level of like, oh, of they're, not, they're not great for them. Yeah. Well, I definitely got a thrill at the end of this episode to be like, whenever we sit down and talk, like a lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, like we have to talk about fashion or we have to talk about like menstrual cycles. Like that's what's fun about this podcast. We're like, have other people on to yeah. talk about this. To be like, you but guys this, are idiots. Let's actually get some truth here. Yes. And it was like this little buzz at the end. That's just like, oh, that's so cute. The way all these girls and gay guys thought they portrayed men correctly. Like, and then like, I know exactly so much more about what, what you should have written in this particular yeah. I thought that exact same thing until the last scene. I was like, they did a pretty kind of yeah. I know. Kind that of last scene was I was like, like oh. I know. I was completely, I was completely <laughs> off the ship, like not, not tracking, being like, this is so lame and ridiculous. And then right when Big goes, these are some pretty good eggs. I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. I wrote like men get it out, mud fight. Yeah. Like they like get it out. When the girls got it out over breakfast and yeah. they're just yeah. so much more open. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Charlotte, don't make Charlotte cry and we're fine with it. Yeah. And then the guys literally have to do that basketball yeah. versus mud fight, right. dog bites him on the ass and carries yeah. can't do anything. She just yeah. has to let it roll, mm. yeah. play its course. Boom, then some good eggs. <laughs> That's so good. I know. The, I called the twist early in the episode. And then when it went the other way, I was like, oh, I was way wrong. I thought they were going to get along. And then when they pulled it in at the end, I'm like, fuck, they got me. Yeah, they, they got do. me. They got me. I know. Of it was course. great. Aiden was just invested. Lissy's like, man, that is messed up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You, well, I, uh, there's a, there's a podcast within a podcast yeah. that we do on here. And, uh, and today's especially relevant because it was a big, a big episode for him. Um, so we'll, we'll introduce our podcast within the podcast. It's a favorite time. It's a favorite time. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. Welcome to Steve Talk, a podcast within a podcast. Really, really uh -oh. excited about today's uh, today's <laughs> episode of Steve Talk, where we talk all things Steve. We do Steve, Steve impressions. Uh, we talk about how much we love Steve. Mm. Um, so uh, uh -oh. we'd like to replay a, a scene. Any ideas for I have, the scene? I have an idea for uh, the, scene. Yeah, sure. the scene. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That instead, like Steve is so insecure about having one ball that he overcompensates and instead he <laughs> thinks the more balls he get the more confident he'll get mm -hmm. so this so so if you play the doctor mm -hmm. and he'll play steve and steve you're you're trying to get as many balls as possible okay. as medically possible okay great sure and i feel like you're yeah, you, know, you play yeah, that yeah. how you want. The doctors, um, so they come in four sizes. Oh, Extra okay. small, small, oh, no, medium, and large. I would like to, okay, so 
I know I want a lodge, but let me pitch this to you, okay? So I'm thinking, what about like two lodges? <laughs> or maybe three? Have you ever watched like a three-point contest where they have that rack roll up and the guy like he's shooting a bunch of balls? <clears throat> maybe we could get like one of those put in there. What do you think? <laughs> Miranda's there saying medium, baby. Medium. Okay, fine. Okay, uh, here's another idea. We do a medium. I'm okay with that. But we get a bunch, so it looks like a cluster of grapes, you know? <laughs> so it's just like a big, like, you know, like a fig leaf on Adam? It's like that, but it's a bunch of them hanging from my sack. Sounds like a clusterfuck. Oh, I like this doctor. Does he take my HMO? <laughs> I think we got to win a Miranda. <laughs> Steve Talk. Miranda. All right. That was a great Woo! Steve Talk. That was a really good Steve Talk. Dude, that was, that was a such a good impression. Oh, <laughs> man. Thank you. The visual of that, that rack in a three-point contest yeah. coming out. It just reminded me of, like, you know, like Steve Kerr. Yeah. Steve Kerr and, uh, and some of the 90s greats yeah. just shooting three-pointers. You, you give Steve one of those Steve racks Kerr? in the half-point line, Steve. he's going to miss every one. He would miss every single one. Airball every single time. Every single one. Okay, All right. Uh, we, we briefly talked about um, Big and Aiden and Carrie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was so mad at Carrie. Like, oh, that was the we was that not just like the uh, worst was such thing? a that is that was is that a, like, uh, was I mean, was she at fault as much as I think she was? Yes, I mean I'm with you when I first watched it. Right. Yeah. But now I know what I know. I'm like, oh, uh, I just, so you, I understand. So I have justified rage right now. Yes. Okay, that's all. That, justified wanted, rage, but unfortunately, <sighs> life sometimes rolls that way, and so it dumb. really hurts. But uh, the heart I, is just, you know, sometimes it comes full circle. Yeah. I, I'm so confused as to what you're saying right now. Like, I don't. You've got a lot of series and episodes to go. Okay. So, <laughs> because, like, I think, I mean, we. I was talking to somebody at work about this today. She was like, are you team Aiden or team big? And oh. I was like, and then I was like, Aiden, here's the thing. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you've got so. And I was like. But I, I look at something like this and I'm like, Aiden, Aiden, I and mean, we talked about this earlier. Aiden has this odd dark side that yes. is never fully oh, explained. Yeah. yeah. Now also, and they did great justice to it. He, she said something like, I forgot the line that she said to him that she was like, you know, you've never, it was something like you've never been screwed over by someone or something like that. And he kind of yeah. gave her a look yeah. and it was like, yeah, a lot of his like rage probably comes from the fact that he's just been treated horribly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, they need to do a shot in him and in in his woodworking shop, just beating <laughs> just the shit out of a table with Temple of the Dog just oh, blasting wait. in the background. You wait, did you write this show? Yeah. No, I okay. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but there was something where it was like, Carrie, just be like, hey, you can't come up. Deal with your freaking breakup. Right. This I is will the meet you in a coffee shop Tuesday mm-hmm. morning. This yeah. is this I'm sorry is the that thing. this like model you're a movie star you're not you're yeah. dating. Carrie is weak for sure. Mm. Yeah. Like she should just be like, fuck off i'm here with my boyfriend we're having this we're still friends we're still friends friends. you're gonna sober up and i'll see you on monday or tuesday and you'll be good but because she loves him Mm. really like let's be honest it's very obvious she loves him (sighs) deep down that she lets him come up and that that, she's evil she's being evil to aiden like no matter if you like aiden or you don't like aiden she's Mm. being evil to him and the poor guy is just having to suck it up and be Mm. like 
Oh, cool. Do you sure, feel you like come up. do you feel like Aiden is being a good boyfriend in that sense? I think sense? he is. I think he loves her okay. so much that he's like, okay, well, my only option right now is to suck it up and let this guy come along and hope that I'm going to be the better guy yeah, in the right. end and make her realize that he's a douche mm. and he can fuck off and be with this millionaire and she will love me for who I am. Mm. See, I think I, I totally agree with you because it's like, at first I was like, he needs to just, he could have set a hard boundary and been like, I'm leaving. I'm going back like Aiden do, but there's that thing where it's like, he's making that gamble and yeah. then he's opening himself up just to, to get hurt. And so it just, it goes back to Carrie being like, man, it's so painful to watch her hurt that person, mm -hmm. even though Certainly what she did the, here, here would have been the only way I could agree with Carrie on it is if she went out and did the shitty thing, which is ask him, which you would have said, but there's no way she could have done that. No. Wait, what do you mean? Ask him. What do you mean? Ask Aiden if he could come up. Yeah. It's uh, even worse to like literally cover the mouthpiece and be like, can he come up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, sorry. I boyfriend think, says no. <laughs> yeah. I think it was extremely obvious what they were doing with the, with the whole big storyline, but I'm glad that it kind of came full circle through the course of four seasons Meaning when he was saying how he was frustrated with the movie star because he couldn't get a hold of her, but she could get a hold of him. And that was like the exact problem that Carrie and Big's relationship yeah. was. And yeah. now mm -hmm. she is able to be there for him. She, he's actually taking the initiative to reaching out to her. But now she pursuing has her. Yeah. But <laughs> like it also, I thought that would, felt really good yeah. for her to be yeah. like, it took four years. It took all these other boyfriends, but you do need me. And I know you said you didn't. I know you showed me that you didn't, but you need me. And that's probably why she acted that way because she's been wanting that her, her whole life with him and she's finally getting it. So, I mean, it is wild. We're halfway through the series and it feels like we're still like early on, but I will say as much as I made fun of it a little bit, they have taken Trey, uh, not as much Steve in this, but definitely big. They, Big was just like an unknowable person for a while. And mm -hmm. I thought he would be way more mysterious. Mm -hmm. But this whole season, like, he's really like, yeah. it's crazy to see someone who's a billionaire who has everything. And like, he really shows a lot of his cards a whole bunch, especially in this, yeah. like to yeah. be going crazy and like calling drunk on the phone and right? yeah. all that stuff. Like, I know not with like, there are people sometimes when you see a person who you're like, they've got it all. And then you just see one little crack in it. And I yeah. feel like you've seen that with big. Yeah, for sure. In but a, you know, living in New York too, like mm -hmm. someone says they're upstate. So they're what he lives in Park Avenue, mm -hmm. yeah. upper, upper East side, yeah, upper upper east east side yeah. of New York. Um, so central park. And then if you say something, you're upstate. So you're thinking like Hudson Valley, you're mm -hmm. like, they're probably going to be a good, like she says 40 minutes, but let's mm -hmm. be honest, it's yeah. not. Right. Yeah. That's, that's movie. Two yeah. hours. It's two hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, like she said in the end, like two hours with traffic. And it, if somebody drove all that way just to talk to you and see you, mm -hmm. there's something, yeah. there has to be something. So for Aiden, like he's, He's aware. He's awake. He's, yeah. This guy is woke. He knows. This guy is driven all the way because mm -hmm. he has to be around Carrie mm -hmm. at this point in his low time. Mm -hmm. That means something. And that she didn't say, no, it's a really long drive. Don't come. Yeah. Right. Also means 
she wants him. You know, there's a yeah. lot of want and yeah. okay, putting that into reality that I am living in New York now. I'm like, oh my God, I wouldn't just wouldn't drive to Hudson Valley yeah. <laughs> to see somebody no for a night. I'd be like, okay. just get blasted. And in the literally unless it was basketball? my husband and yeah. I hadn't seen him and that was the only chance I had to see him for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like if I was gonna see him in two days, I'd be like, Yeah, baby, yeah, I'll see you in two see days. Yeah. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh I think it's, yeah, it's in a positive television sense. It's just kind of good to see him. I don't know. It was like a difficult scenes to watch that you're just like, his balls were taken away. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. He's normally Mr. Big Balls. Also, he shows up without a driver. Only time we've ever seen him have to drive himself. Call my driver to take him home. Yeah, he's like, call my driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to New York State of Mind on repeat. Anytime that someone's in a space there when they're listening to a song on repeat that means something's going on yeah. how yeah. how good is it when you when you're sad and like there's a song like when you just put on a song and then you just feel all the feelings yeah it's like it's always when it's bad but it's just like yeah. when you just throw a song on and you're just like oh man i can listen to music all the time but it's like yeah this I'm is written for me now. i do that <laughs> i do that all the time yeah yeah i do that all the time yeah um, i did it yesterday i think what song uh yesterday Gangnam Style. The, it was, yeah, it was yesterday by the Beatles. It was yeah. yesterday, and then it was Gangnam Style. Yeah. It was that. Um, it's okay. usually just anything of Psy. Yeah, the K-pop. Uh, do we cover any any of the mud fight? I mean, it was it's just iconic. Like, well, the other thing, the yeah. weird thing, quick mud fight thing, is you just hear Aiden outside just, blast just blasting chess passes of the basketball into the side of the house. But so childish. There's not even any. Such, so childish. He was such and there's no seven, cement there to even have a, a basketball game. Boy. Yeah. Like you could take that. There's only you can take one shot and then your ball falls to the yeah. muddy ground. Also, other weird thing we didn't talk about. We don't talk about a lot, but okay, there's the deer. Well, they're early in the episode. Carrie's like, should I give you a good ball tug? And like, they're kind of joking. And then at one point he says something about Pete and he's like, isn't that right, Pete? And he runs yeah. in there <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and he like tries to wrestle Pete and Carrie gives him this look like, what the hell is yeah. going on? Because well, that was totally his like his his retreat of he, he gets like it's either his acting choices or that are like a little awkward or brilliant that's like he gets legitimately very very awkward yeah it's kind of child childlike very childlike. I, I think it's brilliant acting choices I, yeah, yeah i think hopefully it is because it honestly it's is john corbett because it's awkward and when <laughs> they awkward. show when they show uh carrie and she's definitely like what the fuck yeah. like what's with the dog Definitely yeah, her what all, the fuck moments with uh, with Aiden are she's less endeared to him than her her moments with Big that are like oh yeah you know what I mean like sure. I think uh, I think if you have a thing back in their head with someone that you're dating that you're just like you're like telling yourself like this is this is fine yeah, yeah. Like normal it's but it's throw like, off moments where you're like really and they're both just as crazy but yeah. it's just the way that she reacts to yeah. it yeah but yeah I think uh, I thought especially good was when he threw the ball in the mud and then passed it to him. Yeah. That was just yeah. a very solid fuck you moment yeah. that I respected. Yeah. yeah. And then the dog biting him in the ass is yeah. like yeah. man's best friend. Um, yeah. 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 That dog just wanted in on that wrestling. Of match. course. Of course. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we do our Cosmo rating? Yeah. So let's do it. we told you the last thing that we do is we go around and we rate the episode from one to five yeah. Cosmos, one being the best. Sorry. One being the worst, five being the best. You can do half and quarter Cosmos. Wow. Um, and Ooh. if you do a Cosmo for every mile you've run. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> Whatever lot. you rate, we're going to force 16 million Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So if you want to spend some time thinking about it, you can think about it and we'll say ours at the same time, or you can just join us. We can all say at the same time and then share why you gave it that rating. Let's go all the same time. And use, use your entire knowledge of everything sex in the city. We can only use our knowledge up to this point, of course. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Ready? You guys have yours? All right. Mine. Three. C O S M O. What? What? Three. I was spelling Cosmo. I was spelling Cosmo. Got it. I love that. Wait, what are we doing? Countdown? (laughs) Three, two, one, and then we'll say it. All right. All right. Three, two, one. 4.75. Wow. Damn. What'd you say? 3.5. Wow. I wanted to give this one, I'll go first. I wanted to give this one a 5.0. I loved this episode. It was a great episode. I laughed. I loved all the storylines. Uh, I, I felt feelings like yeah. probably the most feelings I've ever felt yeah. in this episode fair. was when Samantha was crying in mm-hmm. the elevator. Fair. I was just like, dang, that's real. And usually her storylines are such throwaways yeah. to actually that's have tacky. some meat on Samantha's story. Like was really great. Yeah. I love just like all Every character that we've invested any sort of time or energy other than Stanford was in this episode. Oh. Seeing Big and Aiden like meet, although felt very Larry Davidish and, and Curb, like you said, Kevin, like the resolution to it was so perfect. And yeah. I laughed really hard. I think this was an, like an extremely memorable episode. Mm-hmm. And although like Trey was kind of acting like an idiot and Steve was acting a little depressed, I still really loved this episode. I laughed. Classic Sex and the City with all the all the goofs and callbacks to balls. Four point seven five. I like. I might be laying in bed tonight wishing I would have given it a five. It, it was wow. really wow. good. Wow! 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 Uh, I gave four point two five, um, which in my head feels feels high for it. I was like, I felt great uh, about. I have all the same feelings as you did. I loved. Um, I loved it. I loved. I loved it being like a boys episode. Like that's mm. like it's kind of our dream episode of like, oh, what and sometimes they nailed it. And then when they don't, it's like, it's great. It was like a great try. You could tell they were like getting out of their comfort zone <laughs> as writers, but it was super good. And I just think the yeah, them tricking me into thinking they're not gonna have them be buds was so great. Cause that just made the payoff really awesome. Yeah. And then that's where I. That's where three of the cosmos came from, and the other one point two cosmos were for bringing our favorite character back. Our subscription to Jugs. So happy to have a subscription <laughs> Jugs back. Great to have the great callback. Four point oh, solid. I will lie in bed tonight and think maybe I could have gone higher. I'll lie in bed tonight and think about how Pete's the best sidekick ever. Pete the dog. <laughs> um, no, I solid. I think like as a as a show, like all the different, like cool little callbacks, the balls, all the different ball, like the fact that they're throwing a basketball between the two of them, uh-huh. the shot of the guy doing the like Chinese hand massaging balls, that the Samantha thing where she cries and looks in the mirror, there was an awesome, the next shot in it, Carrie is looking at her own reflection yeah. in, uh, in the glass of the door. So like a lot of cool directing things. And um, yeah, the fact that at the end they're like broing out, and he's like, mm-hmm. "It's a good eggs." It's a good eggs. It was great. It was a solid episode. Really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a three point five uh, because I pitched it in the grand scheme of my knowledge yeah. of Sex and City, which is throughout the seasons mm. and both movies. Um, and there are 
this movie, this uh, this movie, this episode was a big intro to a lot of things Ooh. that come very, up ahead. Very excited. And yeah, I just there's a lot more things I think on mm. my personal and female level that Sex and City goes into in the future. Interesting. And a lot of it may have come from this episode. Interesting. Yeah. So I think you guys are going to be like in a few, maybe a couple of months time. I don't know how quickly you're going to get through it, but you will get to a point where you're like, damn, that episode. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot more brashness mixed in with real. I mean, there's episodes I've cried, like properly cried. Wow. Yeah. That's coming up. So yeah, this was a good one, but I just wanted a bit more oomph. Yeah, very stoked. That gets me so excited. Yeah, honestly, you'll love it. (laughs) Just knowing that that character, what's his name? Richard. Richard. That's so exciting because I would have never, never guessed. Oh, Richard and Samantha, it's just all right. It's great. Can't wait. Well, Bex, tell us where people can find you on the internet. They can find me on the internet on Instagram at Bex Gentry. Um, they can find me on Facebook under my married name, which is Rebecca Peck, or you can find me on Peloton at Rebecca, uh, Bex Gentry Peloton. Otherwise, cool. come see me and run with me in New York in the studio at Peloton. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If anyone takes a Bex Peloton class, please <laughs> tell us. Yeah, can you I'm just not... tell, yeah, go in, because I don't even know how to do that. Specifically, if someone wanted to take a Peloton yeah. class with you digitally or in person, yes, what would you do? Yes, digitally, you will download the Peloton digital app from mm-hmm. the App Store um, or whatever phone device advice you have and you can then take a class with me wherever you are whenever you are whenever you want whether it is indoor on your tread of your choice or outdoor we also have outdoor runs so you can just put me in your ears and all the other instructors and go for a run outside you can do strength training you can do yoga you can do cycling if you have that peloton digital subscription it gets you everything that's like the healthiest version of black mirror yes 100 (laughs) and i will actually high five you if i'm doing the class at the same time that's great um or you come to the studio in new york and book in and come in and see me and say hi awesome all right bex thanks so much thank you so much thank you guys for having me it's been great see you next episode bye bye -bye. (laughs) (laughs) the bradshaw boys stars Corey cavan john sieber and kevin james doyle the show is produced by jeremy l balin for more information on the guys check out their website at bradshawboys.com on social media at the bradshaw boys and if you see them in the street tip your glass thanks for listening Seltzer Kings Podcasts.